Welcome to Warhammer in the 41st millennium. We present Rogue Trader, a setting filled with boundless opportunity for profit and fame, as well as damnation and death. The golden age of technology has long since passed, and since the time when the machines turned upon their masters, mankind has struggled through eons of carnage and strife. For the Empire is beset on all sides by mutants and heretics from within, by renegades and aliens from without, and by unspeakable nightmares from the world beyond. Learning and progress are now dangerous heresies to be stamped out by religious fanatics and the holy protectors of sacred technology. But in the oppressive darkness of the 41st millennium, those born into a life of privilege compete to carve their names into history. These are the rogue traders. Join us as one rogue trader and his trusted companions discover new worlds, exploit lost realms, and barter with cultures never before encountered. Join us as we explore the cosmos through the eyes of the rogue trader. starting in a bar. I thought so. This yeah. char- my character spends a lot of time in bars. Yeah, drowning your sorrows. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, let me start by saying welcome to our new campaign. Um, for the listeners out there, this is uh, Rogue Trader. Um, it's the campaign setting in the grim gothic future of Warhammer 40k. Um, so we're in the Coronas Expanse that's just off of the Calixus sector. We'd start as we just kind of go around and introduce ourselves, just since, uh, um, find out who, who is in this campaign. So maybe, Jeremy, you want to start us off with your name, like, what, what your character looks like? Uh, okay. And what your role is in this party? Alright, uh, my character's name is Draco Von Vogel. He is, um, uh, he's a, he's kind of a little bit on the short side, he's probably like, I don't know, 5'8". Not super short, but um, dark hair, um, uh, like gray eyes. He's got. Um, he's a. Uh, he's a former noble um, whose house is kind of well. Um, most of his most of the rest of his noble house is, is dead, including both of his parents. Um, he was granted a rogue trader warrant. Um, by his kind of by his father's dying act, uh, but he has a lot of enemies in the Imperium, um, and there's one in particular who's his arch enemy, who is fortunately insane to the point of incoherence right now. But uh, I like how you wrote that into the background. By the way. <laughs> My arch enemy is now insane. <laughs> he can't come after me. <laughs> well, he uh, he. Um, he destroyed. Uh, he he was a rogue trader. He operated in the Cronus Expanse um, for several years already. But he was on the run, hiding from the super powerful um, noblemen in the Imperial core. And the noblemen's assassins eventually caught up with him uh, and destroyed his ship and his family, uh, and left him kind of adrift in the Cronus Expanse. But unfortunately for the noblemen, the, there were circumstances involving the destruction of his ship that also left its marks on the nobleman and left him completely insane. 
Um, so he is currently um, coming out of a period through about a three year period of utter just like the black depression um, because he's heard rumors that he might be able to get his life turned around if he can get a ship going and start up his rogue trading again. So okay, cool. uh, he's 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 bitter, paranoid, and uh, um, like very still pretty depressed. Hmm. All right. Well, I hope his fortunes turn around shortly. <laughs> um, all right, Jeff, you wanna? He's also really tell us your character's name, what you look like. Uh, my character's name is Zdar. Z apostrophe D A R. The apostrophe is silent. My character starts with the Z. It's not Zdar. It's Zdar. <laughs> it's Zdar. Zdar. Okay, got it. Uh, he was born on a forge world, but as a child, he slipped through the laborer cracks, and instead of ending up as one of the machine pressing masses, he ended up in a gang in the planet's underworld. Uh, where he spent most of his misspent youth until his planet was attacked and eventually annihilated by an orcish fleet. At which point, uh, when he escaped the planet, the Imperium, uh, through testing, learned that he was adept with technology and conscripted him into the Adeptus Mechanicus, which is their basically technomancer group. Right. Um, where he kind of graduated at the head of his class and used uh, his clouts, I guess, to get himself assigned to the Expanse because he's looking for a piece of lost technology that he thinks he can find in the Expanse. So he wants a ship to go exploring there. Okay. Oh, I didn't mention that while I was a rogue trader, I apparently started up a colony that I'm still part owner of. Nice. So the last second edition to my background. Um, yeah, cool. So, um... It's, what does your character look like? Uh, he's tall. He's when he's not wearing his black helmet. Uh, he's got uh, black sunglasses, slick back, black hair. Um, sunglasses, huh? I like yeah, that. I like it. Like Matrix style. Uh, yeah, when he's not wearing his flak jacket, he's wearing uh, basically like a leisure suit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have like a third appendage or something? Um, he's got. Not at this point in Not his career. Point. Okay, he's got a shotgun on his shoulder, and he's got a, a skull on a floating plate that kind of flies around next to him. Oh, right. So you've got the servo skull, and then you've got like a shoulder-mounted shotgun. Yes. Cool. All right. Uh, Jesse. Uh, so what's your what's your character's name? Do you have a name yet? I don't. You don't. Uh, well, um, better better choose something quick. How about we come back to you? You, you get a name when we come back to you, uh, Rich. So my character. I wrote, I wrote one in your background, by the way. You don't, of course, you, oh, don't, you, don't, you don't have to keep it by any. No, that's as, that's as good as any. We'll go with that one. Okay. You want? Although you did write me as the high world born, and my character is void born. Oh, your character is void born. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Well. Uh, why don't we come back to me and all? Yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you come back to you? Yeah, I didn't have all of your info when I when I wrote it up. So that's all right. I'll it, figure it out. It should. It's just the bonuses to void born are pretty important. No, uh, the bonuses aren't changed. It's just you know the description of how you were found by the uh, by the you know the order that takes uh, people with the. Uh, Psychic skill and takes them, you know, to the to holy terror so for indoctrination. Like it's characteristic modifiers and stuff. No, I understand, right? And you already got those, right? Uh, I didn't change your your stuff. I just wrote up a description of how you were sort of captured from your homeworld. So okay. instead of being captured from there, you were captured from space. Yeah. But right. All right, we'll come back to you. <laughs> All right, Rich. So my character's name is Malrubius. I was born on a death world called Clave. I'm an arch militant. 
Um, tough world growing up. At a pretty young age, the Imperials came to recruit, and my family, my father, proffered me up. Um, I rose in the ranks pretty quickly. I had a pension, a uh, pretty good uh, uh, ability to kill. Uh, I don't feel any pain. I'm unremarkable in appearance. Keep myself shaved close. Um, green eyes, about 5'9". What's your name again? Mal Rubius. Mal Rubius. And I wear a uh, night cloak, common clothing underneath, festooned with weapons, some grenades hanging there. <laughs> yeah, you have like all kinds Knife. of weapons, right? Yep. Are you wearing like a suit of flak armor or anything? You're the arch militant, right? Yes, arch militant. I'm wearing a flak helmet and a flak vest or flak coat right. underneath my night cloak. Um, yeah, so I got uh, tired of screwing around with the Imperium. They put me up in the command a little bit, and I found it kind of boring. I didn't get to do much wet work behind a desk. <laughs> so when the opportunity came to... Uh, that will not be a problem. <laughs> but if you work for me, that will not be a problem. <laughs> wet work. It took me a moment to figure out. So uh, on one of my last uh, missions, I... Uh, came across this pirate on the ship that we had uh, boarded, um, and he was dying, and he gave me this necklace and told me about this fate that he was part of. So I had strange dreams after that and decided, well, maybe I should pursue this. So I ditched the Imperium, and I'm in uh, Port Wander trying to find a ship to take me to Pearl. You're a deserter? I'm an opportunist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't really have to worry about the Imperial Navy in the Coronas Expanse. Uh, yeah, they, they exist, but they're kind of few and far between. All right, Alan. Uh, my character's name is Siegfried. I'm pretty short and not very comely, uh, but I was uh, born to a family of shippers and uh, that my father started. Um... We are, we basically, I like to uh, travel the galaxy and uh, work for my family's company, but uh, when I, uh, during that tenure, I uh, caused a horrible accident, or I basically didn't prevent a horrible accident to my ship, and I, like, lost my, uh, one of my brothers and my sister in that accident, just because uh, I... Basically, didn't read the sensors to avoid an asteroid. <laughs> you ran your ship aground. Very appropriate. So my father. Did you fail? My father disowned me after that, and basically hates my death. You look like the Exxon Valdez captain. Um, so I had to basically start my life all over, and um, I was pretty much unhirable or like blacklisted from a lot of jobs. So, but I ran into uh, Draco, and he seemed to take me on, and I helped him uh, found that colony that you mentioned. Yeah, he's a really good shot. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm also like, yeah, I before the accident, I was like very good at everything I did. Or except that one slip up. <laughs> I'm like have a lot of I'm very like talented in what what I do, so that's why he took me on. Um, but then the assassins that went after Draco, basically I got caught up in that and uh, he was my ride and now he has no ride. So yeah. We're kind of stuck together. So we're just kind of both bummed out. <laughs> Pretty much stranded on the same planet. Okay. Uh, Jesse. Okay. Yeah, a little. Yeah, uh, go ahead. So, my character 
is Orthesian and Orthesian. Orthesian. Is that How name or, or, or nationality? That's. that's <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's my name. It's both. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. You're a nation of one. Well, the Orthos. The Orthesian. Orthos. Okay, I like that better. Uh, uh, <laughs> So Isn't he a three <laughs> I don't know. I was born on uh, an orbital satellite that was uh, rated, and I had already figured out at that point in my young life how to subtly influence other people to do what I want them to. Most commonly used to stay about, stay up past my bedtime. <laughs> Uh, and when we were raided, I tried to use my ability to influence the raiders to leave my colony alone and the satellite alone and leave. But because they were sensitive to respect their abilities, they, uh, it didn't work on them, but they were amused by the effort and knew that they might get a reward um, for turning me in if I might indeed be a psyker. So they agreed basically to just take me... Um, and leave everyone else alone. Um, and uh, surprising to everyone, I actually managed to pass uh, the Emperor's test for Psychers, meaning that I was allowed to not only live, but uh, eventually I managed to uh, ascend to the rank of Astropath Transcendent, and I was assigned to an Imperial Cruiser. Uh, and our goal on the Imperial Cruiser was to find a heretical colony um, within the Coronas Expanse uh, and um, while we were on this mission to find the colony um, our, we basically had a, a strange incursion happen that basically crippled the ship and caused it to slowly break down so, um, as an astropath transcendent, I started sending messages pretty much all over, asking for assistance without concern for who heard it, and that actually attracted uh, the attention um, of a ship operated by Strixus, uh, real recognizing, you know, basically being a shark smelling blood in the water and sensing a weak target. Um, they came after us and further crippled our ship, forcing us to surrender. Uh, and when we surrendered, we found that basically um, this alien ship wants to dismember us and basically study our biology and our genome. <laughs> <laughs> so that, <didn't, laughs> that sounds like a portrait of the best. <laughs> so that didn't work out pretty well. That didn't work out very well. Um, Captured by harvest. <laughs> Um, through this encounter, um, because I was I was able to read minds and plant some minor messages in their um, thoughts, I learned uh, about the destination of where this Strixer ship was headed, um, and their plan to recover an ancient void craft. Um, I also was able to secretly get some distress signals into the warp, asking for humans this time. <laughs> 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 yeah. So Draco heard me, and uh, also being an opportunist, uh, decided he might just be able to find something worth some value, and came to trade with for uh, various kids with them, one of which happened to be me. <laughs> um, 
My former astropath heard you. <laughs> yeah. We'll call her Uhura. Uhura. Uhura's <laughs> dead, Jim. <laughs> so I managed to... Yeah, she's dead. She's uh, on the ship. We got devoured by demons. Right. I managed to arrange to be returned back to Port Wander. Uh, and then back in Port Wander, uh, Draco's ship was hijacked. Um, and... Uh, Basically, I I feel I felt bad for him and grateful that he actually came and rescued me and didn't just try to enslave or sell or <laughs> market or otherwise run a blue plate special. And like everyone else I so um, I basically uh, contacted him to tell him about the this potential opportunity of this ship that um, apparently has some amount of value, large amount of value for this alien Strixus race to be pursuing it. Ooh. Cool. All right. Well, uh, oh, one, one thing I wanted to mention is that, so we have a blog that goes along with, uh, with our podcast. And I remember last time we wanted to put it on the first episode, but we like forgot. So just get it on the recording, which is that, uh, if you go to rogue trader dash 40 K dot blogspot, Dot com. You can find it, and for you guys sitting here, it's kind of a cool place to... Nothing there yet. Nothing, nothing there at all, but, uh, you know, I've put, like, uh, I don't know, I've put documents on there sometimes, and if you want to listen to an old recording... Uh, Eventually, all of our yes. backgrounds will be posted there, so you can read everybody else's background, which yeah, was I'll, interesting I'll, last time. <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll, I'll uh, put a password protection on that next time. No, just <laughs> Anyway, so, um, alright, so what I was going to start off with was, so Malrubius, at the end of your background, it talks about a dream, right? And so, it doesn't say anything about what it is. So, I was going to tell you what that is. Well, it does, it does say a little bit about what it is. Um, okay, well, uh... I guess it's also important to my physical description that I have no eyes as... Part of oh right, you don't see, right? You've got yeah. a sense or something like that. You have, yeah. Do you have like? Are we talking like um, one of those Wheel of Time monsters? No eyes, or just your eyes are like completely white? Uh, yeah, I'm. I am physically eyeless. I'm, I don't have. Cat, it's not like I have cataracts over my eyes. They just don't even exist anymore. Oh, okay. where where eyes would be? Just like there's a large forehead. Yeah, they were burning out. Oh, they were burning out. So you have like you have to wear like sunglasses or something. So yeah, well, <laughs> class, class eyes to become a transcendent and to increase my sensitivity to more. Gotcha. They they felt that I would channel my energy better if they burned my eyes out and focusing on not be distracted by sight. All right, so back to back to your dream, uh, Rubius. So that you have this really vivid dream and. Uh, you're leading this kick-ass army of elite soldiers on this beautiful planet, and you think this must be the Pearl. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're, like, destroying everything in sight, though. Your enemies are just kind of getting mowed down by you and your and your troops. Um, but And it's kind of similar to a dream you've had before. You've had this dream before. But this time, when you have the dream, it's a little bit different. This time, when you look overhead, you see this frigate-class void ship and it has a golden bird emblazoned on its side. Um, but it's not a bird of prey. It's, it looks more like kind of like a sparrow, maybe, um, which is kind of weird. Uh, 
Anyway, so you realize that you're fighting alongside this Vogel guy that you've been hearing about. Um, he's that rogue traitor who doesn't have a ship. Um, and you're kind of puzzling about that, because if he doesn't have a ship, then why are you seeing this ship in the sky? It doesn't really kind of hold together. Um, and you look up again, and you see that the ship is now being coiled around by a three-headed snake that's, in re- that's um, grasping it. So, anyway, I'll uh, let you think about that for a moment. So let's go over to Zedar. Um, so I think where your background leaves off, you're researching um, the history of a ship that had um, like special MIU capabilities. You were, yes. you were looking into that. And you come across, even doing, your, doing this uh, research, you're in Fort Launder, um, using your uh, Adeptus Mechanicus uh, contacts to, to scour through their databanks. And, uh, you, you know, you see that there was this class of ships that had this technology that you're interested in. And, but they were, they're really old. Like, this is, you know, back in the Angevin Crusade, which is the, um, which is kind of back what established the Calixis sector uh, a long, long time ago, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Um, and as you kind of look through the history of each of these ships that had it, they've all been, like, destroyed or decommissioned or something, you know, eventually they're not in use anymore. We can't, and the, the history kind of winks out eventually. Uh, but you notice that there was this one group of ships that explored into the Coronas Expanse back then, and this was before the Maw was open. So the Maw is this passageway that connects you know, known space to the Coronas Expanse. Yeah, it's, and it's on the map. Yeah, it's big important part of the map yeah, right here. And this is how you can get from Imperial Space into the Expanse. Um, before that was open, no one really went there. But uh, a group of ships found a different passageway in. And uh, they all returned save one. One did not come back. All the other ones that you track down their history, they've all been decommissioned or destroyed over the years. But that one, you know, it must still be out there somewhere because it, it never did return. Um, they were called the Righteous Nine. And um, the ship that didn't come back um, was called the Sword of Drusus. Big Mars comment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there are records, and, and the interesting thing is that um, uh, we renamed the last ship. I forget what it was called originally, but it was something dumb. Last ship. It's from the last campaign. It had a name, and we got it. Oh, um, yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, um, so the, uh, let me flip to the other page here. Yeah, so what you find is that when this group of ships went, they went through, uh, some other passageway to the expanse, they went through this area that's now called the Screaming Vortex, which is also on the map. Um, and when they arrived in the Expanse, uh, it seems that Eldar attacked them. And you know this because a bunch of the ships returned and reported on what happened. And this is, you know, history. It's in the databanks. And um, how is this, like, 
hundreds of years or centuries? Centuries, okay. Like many hundreds of years. That's the same thing. I meant hundreds of years or millennia. Oh. Um, no, I don't think it's thousands of years ago. I, I don't have the dates in front of me. Um, so, what they reported was that one of the ships, they were all kind of damaged by the Eldar, although they drove them off. One was damaged very severely, and so the rest decided to return back through the passageway where they came, and then they'd send back help. Um, so, uh, the other ship continued on, hoping to find you know, a suitable planet where they could find supplies, although that was going to be difficult out of the wild expanse. Who, who knows what's out there? And it sent back um, communications through their astropath transcendent that was on board their ship. Um, but what they sent is not in anything you can find. In fact, as you read through these databanks, it looks like it's been classified by the Imperial Navy. Uh, and this has been ever since. Like they never released what those transmissions were. They must exist because it says that they were recorded. Um, um, and then, it, and then uh, you find out that no rescue was ever actually attempted, and that's because the passageway that opened was kind of unstable. And they, and it, when they kind of looked back again, it was it was very unstable. They decided, screw it, <laughs> we're not going back for it. So. That's basically what um, you know. What you find. Um, so, so yeah. So think about. Look at the like a blank at the very end of your character at the very end of your description. Think about what you want that to say, and then I'll come back to you in a moment. All right. I would also like to know how I would go about hacking the Imperial Navy network to get access to classified documents. Well, um, you'd have to be in their building because there is no, you know, they don't they don't allow like connections across to like, you know, there's no internet that everyone's hooked up to. That's they insane. How could you possibly run a Galactic Empire without something like that? They there's they use they messages sent through Astropath. Yo, a, that's so. There's a massive bureaucracy. Slow and inefficient. There's like a whole imperial. People don't trust computers very much. Like people still take physical ledgers in the future here. Like your ledger is often going to not be on. I mean, maybe you store it on a computer, but you don't have to. Like, people, people need to realize that computers are just like mechanical people. You can trust them. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's. And, and and computers are you know they all have their own personality in this in this in this universe so you know you can only trust them as far as you you know as far as their personality lets you um, so so yeah so that's where that's where you're at so so think about this message at the, at the that I kind of mentioned at the end and I'll come back to you in a moment um, so just uh, back to Malrubius for a second. What, what, what are you doing at the moment? Well, since I've had a pretty good dream about um, linked up to Von Vogel, um, and I think the three-headed thing wrapped around that obviously is some sort of connection to a amulet that I have. Right. Um, I'm definitely going to put some uh, some energy into going finding this Draco. Okay. Shipless. So I think this skill you use here is. Uh, like the, the, the new equivalent of gossip. I think it's um, I have it. in, uh, it's, uh, inquiry. 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 You with an eye. So make a make a roll on your inquiry skill. Okay, so I don't have any skill in that. So it's half your fellowship. So it's going to be half your fellowship. Okay. Um, 
and he has been actually been making himself known recently. So there's going to be uh, it's going to be a plus bonus. forty. Plus forty. Okay. Yeah. And give me your degree of success or failure. So I needed like. So what's your? So what's fifty-two. That? I was actually uh, fifty-two was my total, and I got a twenty-eight. I rolled. Okay, so fifty-two versus twenty-eight. That's like two degrees of success. So uh, it's the fifty-one. Yes. All right. So you succeeded with two degrees. All right. So you are able to track him down pretty quickly. Um, in fact, he's uh, he's staying at a lavish hotel. Um, does it have a name? I think I wrote it. The name of it on Alan. On what's your character's name again? Zigfried. Uh, let's see. The very bottom, I think. Kraken's return. The Kraken's return. Yeah. So that's where that's what he's saying. So you can find the Kraken's return. Release the Kraken's return. There are like void Krakens in this game. I I. I not sure that you would ever encounter them, but, they, but, they're, but they're, in, they're, they're at least in, in shipfaring lore. I don't know if they actually exist, but uh, anyway. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so uh, Draco and and uh, and Siegfried. Siegfried. Uh, I'll get this. Yeah, Siegfried. That's fine. Like Siegfried with a Z. Um, it, it might be spelled with an S in German, actually. <laughs> well, in German, this is uh, this is low Gothic. This is low Gothic. Yeah. <laughs> Siegfried. Um, all right, so you guys are are kind of sitting at your hotel's lavish bar, probably ordering the cheapest Amasek that's on the menu to uh, make your fun stretch as long as they can. I don't know. You tell me what you're ordering, but. Uh, I thought there was um, no money. Can you just get food for free? There uh, is money. No, there is money. You just have a lot of it. Oh, I'm I'm loaded, like compared to everybody else. Like vast. I have, I'm poor for. I'm, in fact, I'm destitute for a noble, which means I'm as rich as the richest merchant, basically. Well, we co-founded this colony. Presumably, I have some wealth. <laughs> yeah, that's why you guys aren't destitute. Right. Uh, that's why we're not having to track money. <laughs> uh, so the, yeah, the money in this game are called thrones, and they're actually gold. They're okay. actually like made out of precious metals. Um, so they, yeah, so money does exist, but uh, like you don't have to worry about them because like rogue trader is kind of on a grander scale. So you're not really, you know, you don't have to worry about it. They acquire things in a different way. Um, is there like a galactic bank or something to keep your physical money somewhere, or do you just carry it all on you? Uh, you probably carry some on you, and you know, I don't know. That's a good question. One that we don't need to answer. Okay. Um, I probably drink a lot of beer. Lot of I've probably graduated to harder stuff by this point. So scotch, scotch. I drink scotch. Right. Um, and uh, the seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the hotel manager approaches your guys' table and uh, he says, uh, "You are von Vogel, yes? Yeah. Uh, you have a visitor. Um, should I?" Show him into here, or, or would you prefer to meet in our well-appointed rooms, uh, perhaps a, a conference chamber? What's his name? Um, his name is Orthesian. Orthesian? What kind of a name is that? Is that a name I, or a nationality? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> he is a man with importance, I, I think. All right, show him in. And bring me another scotch. And bring me another Zima. 
<laughs> Victory with a Z one. <laughs> you only eat a drink things start with a Z. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so Orthesian, you are shown in to the, to uh, to meet the 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 heralded, the well-known Draco, the infamous, infamous. And yeah, of course, we recognize each other now that. Uh, oh yeah, you're like, that guy that I saved that one time. And you're that drunk who likes to drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, pull up a chair. Uh, I'll buy you a drink. Because I awkwardly fun. fumble for a chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's too <laughs> noisy in here. It's hard for me to get. Oriented. Uh, so, um, what's up? You, uh, what brings you to uh, Port Wander? Or did you have you simply not left since I dropped you off here? Well, I haven't. I something about returning to uh, the administratum in abject failures uh, doesn't seem like much of an option to me. Yeah, I can relate <laughs> to that. Um, so, uh, what can I do for you? Well, I may have some information about, um, that, uh, unfortunate group of, uh, Strixus that you are so <laughs> kind of bugger for me from. <laughs> oh, yeah, those chowderheads. What, um, some information? Well, I'm not quite in the same position I used to be when it comes to information, but um, I suppose it might be worth something. More of a destination than information. It's uh, <laughs> a ship. A ship? A ship that they're pursuing. Well, that's a horse of a different color. What, uh, what kind of, like a, a warp-capable ship? Well, uh... I, I figure, I assume it must be uh, of, some, for some, of some value for such an advanced race to make such an effort to find it. Well, you know those chowderheads, they'll go after just about anything. Um, <coughs> but uh, what, 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 do you, what do you know about this, this ship? What kind of ship? Is it an alien ship? It's, uh, it's actually a human ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was as derelict. It's abandoned. Ooh, this is getting better and better. Uh, I'm not sure precisely uh, the area that it is. Only that they consider it a long journey, so it must have been um, of some value for them to be worth traveling so far. And also, uh, I sense some apprehension from them about some form of. Danger near the area. Uh, it's probably nothing. What um, <laughs> what area? Do you know? Because uh, it's a pretty big. I got. I won't lie to you. It's a pretty big place. The Coronas Expanse. Looking for one ship is going to be like looking for you know, make needle in a haystack look positively yeah. easy. It's uh, well, of course, it's a little bit more specific. <laughs> I have a few more specifics than that. I know that the place that they're headed was called Zambiano. Zambiana. Should I make a test on that, or do I know it? Um, from dealing with the Strix... It sounds like a Strixies word. Like, not something that any human would know. Any human, or me? Mm. 
it sounds like a Strixus word. Okay. It's it's from their language. Zambiana. Sounds Zeno. Anything else? They mention any landmarks or warp marks? Well, I also sense the word, another Strixus word, Randiful. Zambiana and Randiful. Yes, the Randiful are are some sort of group, from what I could understand, perhaps a population. Um, But they're also concerned. But they're also concerned that in pursuit of this void craft, they'll come across more humans and potentially ones that are uh, a little less diplomatic than you were when they encountered when you met with them. I see. There's some direction in there. There's some direction? Yeah. Alright, well, while while Jesse thinks more about... uh, (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Alright, let me me, me take a look at it. Um, That hotel manager comes back over, and he hands you a note in a sealed envelope. Boy, I'm a popular guy. Uh, I know, it's like like you're (laughs) lucky. Two years of sitting in this bar, and today, suddenly, this is happening. Yeah! Your fate is coming together today. Things are changing. And, uh, and you open the note, I take it, and read it. Does it have any kind of indication about who it might be from? It does. Oh. There you go. Can you, can you read it, read it to us? To the most honored Captain Von Vogel. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a flatterer. Like he doesn't want money. Greetings. My name is Zadar, Master Tech something. Rank. Rank 2. Yeah, right here. I've been assigned to Port Wander as part oh, of sorry. research post. Part of a research he post. He would know which and way they were spent a great he deal. Know where he picked you up. Okay. Spent a great deal of time going over uh, mechanist records about the history of the look at them now. I've discovered records of an old starship that has lost tech I would be very interested in studying. Unfortunately, the Imperium isn't sending any expeditionary force fleets into the Expanse anytime soon, so I need to ally with a rogue trader that could legally recover the vessel. After some asking around the port, your name has popped up multiple times. Hmm. If you would be interested anyway. in <laughs> you'd be interested in the drunken road trader. Looting with an A. A derelict ancient starship. Uh, somewhere in the expanse. We should meet. You can contact me at sixstringtheemechanist.gov. Six string style. Oh, six string style. And mechanist.gov. Sorry. Uh, sincerely, uh, Zadar. Um, do they have an email? No, there's, <laughs> that's there's, 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 for an there's no internet. Uh, you'd have to like tell them a place to meet up. Or you can tell me where you're staying or something. Yeah, something like that. Like where you're staying or, you know, your favorite obscure lounge where you like to uh, relax for hours on end. I don't know. Uh, sure. Alright, I, I send him a note back. Um, I can write it, but I won't. I say, um... um I'm very interested in your proposal. I have heard, been hearing rumors of a lost ship in the Expanse. 
um, that match up with what you have to say, please contact me. I can be found in the bar at the Hotel Kraken. Or Return of the Kraken, or whatever. Kraken's Return. Yeah. Um, and so you're you're probably staying at some other lodging uh, establishment, I take it? Uh, I thought I was staying dollar? in official mechanist quarters. Um, sure. Are you my, in my research post. Yeah, sure. Which you, is basically you're, still at, you're still at your research post? Yeah, which okay. is basically just me. Okay. I'm, I'm doing um, some research all right, the, the, for, this, for this sector. Um, the, the manager says, uh, I could send a box message over there. I have We have a channel open with the uh, Mechanicus chapter. Sure, invite him around for a drink. All right, he uh, heads over to his box caster and uh, starts speaking into it. Um, so, did you remember anything else about where we can find this ship? Well, I've been racking my brain about that day, but all I can remember since you picked me up um, from the Strixus, you know, of course you remember near Somnius 8. Uh, Somnius 8? 8. 8. Oh, Somnius 8. Oh, that's kind of like where my colony is. The only, uh, the only other information I can recall from my mind reading is that is that they were headed um, rimward, galactic north. Okay. Deeper into the scenarios, Malfic... But as to the specifics of where they were headed, right, where what they were, those, were, they, were they going a long way or a short way? I already, the, yeah, the, I already mentioned that they oh, were okay. traveling a long way. They consider it to be a long way, so yeah. for whatever their whatever their their their, 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 their idea of distance might be. Yeah. What is um, what were those two words that you mentioned again? Somniumate. Somniumate. Yeah, that's where we met. That's the planet. Oh, somniumate. No, the the the. Reward. Alien words. The alien oh, words. Um, Randifal was the group. It seemed like a population, but I can't say for sure. And the place where they were headed is Zambiana. Uh, Ambiana? Z-A-M-B-I-A-N-O. In phonetic human translation, of course. Z-A-M-B-I-N-I-A-N-O? Yes, Zambiano. Okay. Zambiano. All right, so uh, a, mes- a message is delivered to Zidar uh, pretty quickly from uh, from a Mr. Vogel to, uh, with, with uh, where to meet him. Uh, do people in Port Wander generally... Is it the Old West? Do people have, like, guns and holsters and walk around with weapons? Uh, you can walk around with weapons. It's a, it's a, um, it is a naval outpost, but the Navy doesn't take up, like, that much of the outpost. The Navy only, maybe takes about a third of it. The other two-thirds is just sort of a, um, trading post. So, if you're, like, within the Navy, uh, space, the Navy, you know, the you know, th- gone through the checkpoints and things like that. But then, right. yeah, you, you you would probably have to check your weapons or, you know, be under escort. But if you're on the r- other two-thirds of the outpost, no, not really. I mean, there is, like, there is a fair bit of, you know, law and order here, though. I mean, if you just walked around killing people, like, you would be apprehended and executed. Uh, well, you can never be too careful. So, I guess I'll mount up the old shotgun on the shoulder and uh, head off to the bar. Yeah, but there are no laws like restricting what you can carry. That's 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 
For sure. You have a shotgun on your shoulder, so yeah. if you like turn around, you'll hit people in the head. It's a it's a short barreled shotgun. Oh, okay. Although walking around with a helmet is just weird. I guess he'll not wear his helmet, making getting shot in the head extra sucky. <laughs> okay. Um. So this isn't you know like a planet surface. This is like a space station. So you're walking down corridors and hallways for the most part. Sometimes it opens up into like a marketplace or a plaza area, but for the most part, it's a bunch of you know corridors and hallways. And there are um, you know if you're going from one end of it to the other, there are kind of like a equivalent of a taxi service where you get into a vehicle and they drive you a little ways. So considering where you're coming from, you probably get in a vehicle and sure. like, you know throw toss them a couple thrones and get driven to, to the vicinity and then kind of walk over and you make your way over to the uh, the Kraken's return and um, you're turning a corner as you're just about to get to the front entrance and you literally run into Malgubius uh, and you can both make agility tests it's almost like fate brought you together <laughs> Okay, so I fail mine. I fail as well. Uh, any degrees of failure? Uh, three degrees. Three degrees of failure. Okay, you literally fall down. I, know you, I rolled a 98. <laughs> I have a 41. I'm not sure how many degrees. So that's uh, five. Five? Yeah. Okay, so I trip over him and fall. Okay. Unceremoniously. Yeah, you land on top of him. What the? You watch where you're going there. Uh, excuse me, I was in a hurry. Uh, hmm, apparently so. All right. And, I help him up. <laughs> right. You guys dust yourself off and... Uh, yeah, it looks like you guys are both headed into the hotel. After you. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll follow him at a discreet distance. <laughs> doesn't seem too stable. Okay. Uh, so, you know, about an hour goes by. Um, maybe longer than that. Uh, two hours go by. And two people show up simultaneously to see... It's you. enough time for a couple more drinks. And yeah. I start asking uh, Orthos uh, about... Um, what life was like on a alien ship? Probes. Boring. <laughs> Too many probes. Too many probes. Have you ever tried? <laughs> have you ever tried meddling with the thoughts of people who do nothing but wake up, eat, and go to sleep? There's not a lot going on there. <laughs> gotcha. Granted, I got sounds like you need a drink even more than me. How sounds about like a you go insane on a forge world. That's literally what the entire planet does. <laughs> One thing that you that strikes you as odd from your time on that ship is they had like no women or children on that ship. It was like all uniform. They're professionals. No women, no kids. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mostly everybody was just really horny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. The two of you show up, and uh, everyone's together for once. Well, I want to go sit and watch and see if there's any, like, Imperial types creeping around these guys before I go and actually make contact with Von Vogel. Um, sure. Make a... I am an Imperial type. That's mine. <laughs> make, make an awareness test. Okay. And awareness uses perception. Okay, so I failed uh, three, three degrees of failure. Three degrees of failure. Yeah, uh, yeah you don't, don't notice anything in particular. Uh, you give it a good look. Hmm. Certainly don't be an obvious about it. And I see him hanging out with the likes of these guys. Well, uh, he, he he gets shown into where I I'm probably at a private table right. in the like, you know, in the in the bar. Yeah, you're like at the back yeah. wall of the bar. 
at, at your own table. Right. I can see him though. Uh, yeah, if you look through the if you look through the uh, you know through the entrance to the bar area. Yeah. Okay. I certainly don't notice from the watched. But actually, maybe I do. I am paranoid. Uh, <laughs> is that is, is paranoid like six cents? I have. Uh, actually, I think it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'd like to watch him for a while because I'm trying to get a feel for him. And I have a minus ten for formal interactions. So I'm a little standoffish, anyways, with like people above me. I'm a little uh, bit kind of like, hmm. Okay. I'm not so sure about this guy. Wouldn't I sense that he's like looking for Imperials? Because I'm all mental and whatnot. No. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I guess so I'm probably more focused on my conversation and I'm drunk too. What's your character so. type or class? What are you? A He's an explorer. So I would know that just from having bumped into him. I recognize him as this type of person who's an explorer. Yeah, I mean he's he's half machine, so it's uh. He doesn't really look like he's half machine at this point. I mean he's he's got some metal in his head. He's got a skull on a flying plate that floats next yeah. to him. Well, that that immediately identifies you as a tech priest. Alright, it says. There's some member of the Adeptus Mechanicus. Not that you're his, 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 his whole body's covered by a flakjack and he doesn't have any extraneous limbs at this point. Right. It's not quite six cents. It says, uh, you get a plus two bonus on initiative and the GM may secretly test his perception to notice hidden threats. Ah. All the right. price of eternal vigilance is a twitchy disposition and an inability to react, relax. Alright, um, you don't feel like you're being followed or watched at the moment. Okay. But, uh, you know, you never know. Right. I, I, I'm keeping a wary eye out <coughs> as I'm drinking. As you, as you always do. <laughs> uh, Alright, so a, uh, so Zidar shows up and, uh, seems to be trying to track you down. You must be Zidar! Uh, Captain Von Vogel, I, prefer, I presume? Yeah, you're remarkably human for, uh, someone from Mechanis. Um... All right, we don't need to get into that now, but, <laughs> <laughs> but humanity is, is relative. But, but, that, but that's not—that's not what we're here to discuss. I suppose not. Pull up a chair or uh, something. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, he'll take a seat at the booth. All so right. um, uh, you said you had some information about a um, a missing ship. Uh, that I did. Um. So, I'll give you the short story. A fleet got lost in the Expanse hundreds of years ago, and one of their ships never returned. Mm, interesting. Um, do you happen to know where in the Expanse? I currently don't, but I think I might be able to find it. Although, it wouldn't be a strictly legal process. Oh, I'm not a strictly legal guy. What exactly did you have in mind? So, I couldn't find the location of the ship, but... The Imperial bureaucracy being what it is, I found old mission records. And it turns out that the ship had a distress beacon and it's re- and it was recorded. It was officially recorded. So if we could find the Navy office and get access to those classified documents, we might be able to find the source of those transmissions. Hmm. You think there'd be a copy of those transitions transmissions in Port Wander? Uh, I can't see where else they would possibly be, since Port Wander is the closest outpost to the expanse that there is, and that's where the transmissions originated. Seems like it might be worth pursuing. Unfortunately, I don't really have any... Um, <clears throat> if you could get me anywhere near a Navy computer, I should be able to find those documents. Um, where's, where's Alan? He had yeah, to take a call. Outside. He's had a phone call. Well, I don't really have any Imperial Navy contacts, but my... Um, 
my associate here is an ex-Imperial Navy guy. He might be able to get you access. Oh, legitimate access. Well, that'd be great. <laughs> well, I don't know how legitimate it is. He was uh, blacklisted a few years back <laughs> over a unfortunate asteroid incident. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but he might have a few friends. He might have a few friends still on the legitimate side of the Imperial Navy. Does he have, like, pure Imperial Navy or something? In fact, he does. At the, at the very minimum, even if I can't get the exact location of the ship, I should be able to get the exact mission parameters to where it was um, before they lost contact. Well, it's interesting that you should say that, because um, my, uh, associ- uh, my other associate here... Uh, um, <clears throat> Orthos the Orthesian is. Uh, <laughs> Should I just change? Is it going to become distracting? <laughs> Orthos the Orthesian is um, currently. Oh, I say that ten times fast. <laughs> <laughs> it was just telling me about um, some sort of uh, mission alien aliens who are hunting down a uh, uh, a dire human spacecraft in the Coronis Expanse. Uh, he he wasn't able to furnish us with a specific location unless you can speak, uh, was it Salaxian or something? Strixus. Strixus language? Unless you can speak Strixian. Um, uh, you know, uh, you would can't have, say that I do. Yeah, me either. Um, but the two, the two might be related. Pleasant one. Hmm. Not sure... I mean, these doc- this ship has been here for hundreds of years. These documents are ancient, and the only reason I found them was because I was specifically looking for them. So that's strange that some aliens would be looking for that ship now. Well, maybe they, um, you know, a, a thousand years or whatever is a long time. Maybe somebody else found it in the meantime and passed the location on to these a- aliens. They are kind of a, you know, nomadic, uh, uh, mercantile um, race. I don't know much about the Strixus. What exactly is a Strixus? It's a chowderhead. What's a chowderhead? I don't know. <laughs> Reference I dredged up from somewhere. Oh, okay. Uh, great. Um, alright, if that's true, then we need I, to... I think I can illuminate that somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> They're a bunch of blood-hungry, murderous, dissecting, creepy <laughs> lab rats, <laughs> basically. Uh, yeah, he, he picked up Patriot Strixies, by the way. Ah. In case you guys haven't figured that out. I see. Yeah, they, um, you know, I've done business with them in the past um, on an informal level, but I never spoke the language. I always left that to my astropath. May she rest in peace. Well, uh, we got to get to that ship before they do. Um, I agree. Uh, that would be your department. I, like I said, the Imperium has no ships going into the Expanse, so you got to find one and get us on it. I still have a few friends in Port Wander, although I no longer possess the ship myself. I might be able to pull together an expedition, although it will be probably be pretty costly in the long run. Um, I, all right, I, I work for the Imperium. I don't know anything about money. Um, I will. What, I'll tell you what. Why don't you and uh, Siegfried here take off and see what you can find out from the Imperial Navy archives. I will um, get in touch with my friends who are who, um, who may have access to ships and see what I can figure out, and we'll meet back here and say tomorrow night. Uh, keep a watch out. If some random aliens are interested in this ship, and I found this ship, mm, 
some scenes contemplate not quite right here. There might be some flux of events that's happening. My friend, I always keep an eye out. <laughs> there might be other people looking for the ship, is what I'm saying. I'm, um, yeah, there, there might very well be. And, um, you should know, by the way, if you're going to work with me, that um, I, I have an enemy or two, so you might also might want to keep an eye out. Uh, don't we all? <laughs> this, this is what a Strixus looks like. Kind of have a... They have four eyes, sort of head like a bulldog, and these like huge... Kind of weird talon hand. Yeah, a head like a bowl of chowder. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> Are they? That's Does your average guy know what a Strixus is? Um, uh, your average, average rogue trader knows. Your average guy in Port Wander. <clears throat> Does your average Imperial guy know? Um, if you lived your whole life like in the Imperium, like in an Imperial world, no. But if you live out in Port Wander, you probably always heard of them. Uh, what if you lived on a Forge world? Ah, uh, then no. Sorry. Did you just arrive in Port Wander recently? Um, it's been a few months. Oh, okay. So, yes. Yeah, so maybe. Are there Strixes in Port Wander? No. Are there any aliens that hang out in Port Wander? Uh, there are some aliens that are occasionally hired as people's mercenaries. Uh, the Crute for example, and the occasional work. Alright. I stay away from them. <laughs> uh, in Port Wander, they would be very rare. You get out into the Expanse, and it's a little more common. I would probably, but you wouldn't know that. I would probably shoot an orc if I saw it. Most people would. That's why they're not very common. <laughs> you don't just bring them around with you. you probably leave them on your ship. Yeah, if you have one. Yeah. Alright, well, I'm going to go... Um, are we done with this meeting? This meeting breaking up? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. All right. You see us all standing up like we're getting ready to leave. So if you want to talk to me, you better do it now. <laughs> I'm to catch you in a little bit smaller group. Especially if you pseudo-imperials. Well, you can try and catch me. I'm probably heading back up to my um, room. You can try and catch me on the way back up to my room, maybe. Yeah, I'll just keep watching them. And okay. if they split up, I'll, I'll approach him if he, when he's by well, himself. Well, Siegfried and I probably go back up to our room. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe he goes with you. Uh, I assume that he's going with you. Yeah, he'll, okay. go, he'll go with So Siegfried you. and those two go off. I don't know. I walk up to the bartender to arrange lodging for the night. Okay. Uh, it's it's quickly and easily arranged. Um, uh he, he, he explains the different types of rooms they have. They're all, like, huge and, and, and extremely lavish. Like, which one of these, like, extravagant rooms would you like? It's, like, the gold-plated one, the one that's, like, three floors. Uh, the the one with, like, five baths. The simplest one, as you can tell by my condition. I don't have much of an eye for luxury. <laughs> uh, he's, we don't have any simple uh, uh, chambers for you. Uh, he looks down his list. Um, well... He, this one, perhaps, he hands you some keys. Okay. He gives you directions on where to go. It's still much larger than I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty nice, although it's... it's uh, Yeah, I guess to you it doesn't look any different. So. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so, yeah, so I'll, yeah. I'll try to approach him before he gets... Is there, like, a secure area where I won't be able to follow him into... Well, eventually he goes up, you know... Uh, if I get on the elevator, yeah, there's, there's, an there's elevator probably like an el- yeah, like a doorman or something on the elevator that would keep you from going in if you look. So yeah. I'll, I'll approach him at that point. Okay. Come on. Right. I, I give you kind of an eye as you walk up to me. Like, who is this... You know, I don't know. Well, what do you do? You look. What do you look like? 
Well, I'm actually unremarkable. I'm a 5'9". I'm wearing a big uh, night cloak thingy. Green You're eyes, you see. a night cloak. Yep. But uh, aside from that unremarkable, unremarkable appearance, no, nothing in particular. Kind of uh, shaved close and clean. Okay. As far as hair and beard and all that goes. All right. But otherwise, not nothing that stands out. Do you look like a military person? And well, I'm kind of subdued at this point. I'm not carrying anything bigger than probably my hand cannon and a knife. Oh, okay. Oh, so, no. you see the suspicious bulge in my <laughs> cloak, and uh, you see a knife at my uh, belt, but that's about it. I'm not carrying any uh, grenades or anything else. So I'll approach him. Um, are you Von Vogel? Draco? I am Draco Von Vogel. I am Mal Rubius. What can uh, I see? Um, is there something you wanted? Well, word on the street is... I look around. You, look, you might be looking for a crew or some muscle. Um, <clears throat> I might be putting an expedition together as of five minutes ago. said <laughs> <laughs> a few hours ago. <laughs> um, well, yeah, well, it was five minutes ago that we kind of decided what we were going to oh, do. Oh, sure, sure. As of five minutes ago, I might be putting together a mission. <laughs> what, um, <laughs> what, do you have any, uh, do you have any references? I pull out my knife. <laughs> kind of brandy shit. Slide it back in. Is it again? Is it a nice knife? Like what kind it's of a knife is it? Is it, serviceable. Is it dripping blood? <laughs> no. It's unadorned, but uh, the grip is used. He says, uh, "Well, what's your?" I say, "Well, what's your name?" Um, <clears throat> uh, what's your name? Malrubius. Armsman. Malrubius. Have I heard of him? Um, no. Hmm, I have not heard your name, sir. Um, what uh, what sort of skills do you have? I can shoot. Okay, that's always a good start. Got some tactical abilities. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty quick. I see. Is there anything else you have to offer? Just my blood. Uh, well, maybe some information. Information. Well, that always has uh, that, that that can that can certainly have value in my line of work. What kind of information? I'll look around again. I'll drop a little bit closer. See, I've been having these dreams. No, not that kind of dream. <laughs> but Vogel, what is, what, is, what, is Vogel, what does Vogel mean? It means, uh, well, in, in ancient Earth language, it meant bird. I, I point out my, uh, my, my family crest is a bird. I point out, I pull out my uh, amulet and show it to him. Okay. Hmm. Well, see, in my dream, there's a ship. It's got this golden bird on it, and I'm leading its armies, and we're kicking some butt. So I thought, hey, I'd come look you up. <laughs> I see. Um, you're not addicted to anything, are you? <laughs> no, no. Some action. I, I kind of look him over. Does he have any, like, you know, obvious needle marks or dilated eyes or some else that would you know, be like a warning sign? <laughs> make, a, uh, make a test against your scrutiny. Scrutiny. Uh, I fail pretty badly. My scrutiny's not very good. Okay. Um, you get sort of a general kind of odd feeling about the guy, but not in any particular way. Uh huh. Okay. You're not sure. You, you can't go. You can't put your finger on it. I say. Well. Um, 
You know, normally I probably would t- turn you down there, uh, uh, Malrubius, but somehow tonight I feel like destiny is taking a hand. So I'll tell you what, um, my planning is still in the early stages. Um, if and when I manage to get this expedition off the ground, where can I find you? I'm down at the low-budget district. I'll give them an address. <laughs> Staying in the container down there. All right. Well, we have some work to do before we can put this together. Um, is it wet work? Um, no, it's it's more like uh, information work. We. Uh, Does it have anything to do with the pearl? Pearl. pearl again. Pearl. What pearl? It's this planet. It's in my dreams. Along with your ship. Pearl. Really? Yeah. Does that ring any bells? Um, uh, make a test answer intelligence. Okay. Do I get anything for common lore Corona's expanse? Uh, sure. Plus 10. Okay, well, the 92. No, it doesn't. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> okay. Um, Pearl, Pearl, not ringing a bell. Um... I don't know. It definitely has something to do with a, a, a with a dialect ship, but um, uh, that's all I really know right now. Um, if uh, if I run across any references to any type of pearl system, I'll let you know. So you're not in deep with the Imperials, are you? I saw those guys you were hanging out with. No, I'm a rogue trader. You know what a rogue trader is, right? Yep. Okay. Then you know that. Uh, while I may have a warrant from um, from the Emperor, I'm not exactly an Imperial. So I'd like to avoid any Imperial entanglements for the time being. <laughs> imperial well, entanglements. That's, that's the like trick, it. isn't it? I like it. It's going to cost you something extra. <laughs> <laughs> Charity always ready with a Star Wars book. Uh, no, it... Uh, um, <clears throat> No, I don't anticipate any Imperial entanglements in the Corona's Expanse. Alright, well but if you need any bugs squashed or necks cranked, come look at me, look me up. I will I will drop you a line as soon as I'm more my expedition is um, ready to go. Alright. I'll saunter off. Okay. So you um have been assigned by me to help him hack into the Imperial Navy's uh, data yeah. system, Jeff. Oh, okay. He needs to he needs to gain access to the Imperial Navy computers, and I told him that you might have some connections there. With our powers combined, <laughs> the two Z's will be added. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna pick a Z name too, because Orthos is just not getting <laughs> <laughs> Orthos the Arthesian. You can be Zorthos. <laughs> You can always use another Z guy. <laughs> Zorthos, the Zorthesian. <laughs> Zorthos. Zorthos. Got a certain ring to it. Except that's spelled with an X, so it won't <laughs> It's true. So you can't be a member of the Z guys. <laughs> I guess um, my next step is to try and get a hold of. Um, you, uh, Lady Orleans. Okay. She's my next, that's my next step. But I don't know if you want to do those guys first. Sure. Oh, that's going to require, like, an astropath to, to contact her. I think she's not, like, on the planet. 
Well, does she have, like, agents on the planet that I could go through? Uh, yeah, she has people that she gets in contact with. So, yeah, you could talk with them. That's where, yeah, that's where I want to go. Okay. All right, I'll take care of, of, uh, of Zidar and Siegfried. Siegfried first. Do you have another sprite, Jeremy? I certainly do. Would you like anybody else? I'll take a sprite. sprite. I'll take a couple of you. So, uh, you, you want to... You guys are heading over to the... Imperial Navy. Something along those lines. How do you how do you want to approach this? What do you want to do? Uh, so what's the plan? Uh, how are you going to get me to the Navy? Computer? What are we What are we trying to do? Uh, you're trying to get me to an official naval database, and I'm going to hack it and try to get some classified file information. Oh, okay. Uh, Thanks. No well, with my contacts in the Navy, it shouldn't be a problem. I guess. Uh, do I know anybody? Yeah, you know various people who, like, you don't know any, like, high-ranking officers at Port Wander, but you know a number of, like, lower-level people that you've associated with over the years. Maybe you've gone gambling with them. All right, uh, perhaps we can... Frequented the fighting pits, uh, you know, gambling with them, perhaps. Um, do we have money to bribe one of our lower-level people oh, to got, get to terminal? You've got, you've got money. Okay, then let's try that. You hang out with a noble who, who, has, who has a pretty decent income. That's true. Alright, so he definitely gave me some bride money. But we'll be oh right. yeah, you've got you've got cash. Okay. Uh, so you want to kinda of like hook up with some like ensign who you're friends with, something like that? Yeah. Um Sure. Uh well make a test against your inquiry. If you kinda of look around and Inquiry fellowship. Oh, har, har, har. Uh fail by five degrees. Um so you're not able to locate like the people who uh, you know you're originally looking for. You do you do come across an acquaintance who you know who's in the navy, um, but this isn't one of your buds. Uh, uh, yeah, his uh, his name is Vorgan, and uh, you, but you come across him as you're wandering Fort Wander. Um, Hey, you're Borgen. Kind of, you're kind of striking out on, on, on finding the people you really wanted to find, though. Hey, Borgen, remember me? It's Siegfried. Zig- Siegfried. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you from, uh, gosh, was coming to see you in a few weeks. What's going on? Oh, not, not, not much. How, how, uh, how's the, how are the wife and kids doing? Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen my wife and kids in years. <laughs> Did I tell you that? <laughs> That's right. Totally forgot about it. Crossed my mind. So that's why we were hanging out with strip club. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So, anyways, um, we need to uh, get. Wait, what do we need to get? We need to get him. Into you need to get somebody who knows you better. <laughs> you need to get somebody who knows you better. Yeah, have you seen a Ensign Ensign Redshirt? I've been trying to. I've been trying to. I've been looking around for him, but I can't seem to find him. Uh, yeah, but he's got a lot of, you know, duties. He's trying to move up in rank. You know how that goes. Yeah, I do. Uh, I guess I could pass the message along. Uh, I suppose. Maybe you could help me. I'm trying to, uh, get to a Navy terminal. A Navy terminal? Like a, like a... Yeah, I need to, uh... Like a data terminal? Yeah, I need to, like, call my dad. (laughs) Call your dad, huh? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? 
talk to him about a horse? <laughs> uh, pretty deception skill almost on there. Mm. Yes, deceive. Yeah, deceive. All right. Do you have it? Is it advanced or is it no, basic? basic? Okay. Um, he doesn't really know you, so uh, plus forty. Mm, no, I fail. You, you, you do have uh, fate points if you wish to. Uh, we roll it. Oh, is that the one day, the one day fate points? Yeah, yeah. You, you'll lose it at the end of the session. You'll, you'll regain them back at the end of the session. Anyway. Oh, it's not. It's not for for twenty four hours. It's for, for a gaming session. Okay, right. sure. I'll try it. Ooh, that's really close. Yeah, that that makes it with the uh, plus forty. Okay, he so, so by two. So uh, says well. Hmm. I know, I know that uh, Navy terminal bandwidth is expensive, so I'd definitely be able to, uh, you know, compensate you. Says, well, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess I could bring you in as a guest uh, if there's, you know, if you could make it worth my while a little bit. Of course, have all the money. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the bag with the dollar. <laughs> Alright, you, you hand over maybe three thrones or something like that. Perfect. Um, uh, yeah, he thought, this will this will do well tonight. Uh, Perhaps we could hit up the strip club. You're buying. <laughs> um, he says, sure, uh, yeah, come along with me. Alright. Uh, oh, this is my friend. Uh, pay no attention to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, leaving the on his shoulder. I'm leaving Handsome John, my skull servo, at home. Okay, I mean, uh, you can deactivate it. It's not like flying. Put them up. Put them in. <laughs> you have a flying friend? Yeah, but I don't want everyone to just know I'm a tech. Is it an AI? Uh, it is. It has I, not AI. Can you just it put actually it? has a brain. Can you put it in like your backpack or something? Or is it like gigantic? X human. Uh, a servo skull is a. Human We're thinking like fall. Sacrifice. Think like Fallout Two. Brain has been cybernetically modified into a servo skull. Oh, I see. It's definitely Fallout Two. Sometimes, sometimes it's an old friend of yours, or maybe you know a butler. Did you get, did you get the advanced brain? Did you make your, make your science? <laughs> the science, one thirty or something. Yeah. I always got the advanced brain. Um. Okay, so uh, he brings you over to the base and uh, has a little conversation with uh, the the guard there. And, and uh, I'll put the shotgun in my backpack. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and so he hands you basically the equivalent of guest passes uh, as as you guys come on the base. You guys have like zero clearance, but uh, but you are allowed onto the base. Good enough. And um, he says, uh, well. Um, since I don't really have access to a lot of data sources here, but my you know my superior officer does. You want to you want to talk to him? Mm, can you just point us in the direction of where we need to go? And I'm sure we can find find our way, find our own way. Okay. Um, he uh, he uh, steps up to a, a little display that's on one of the walls and punches up a map of uh, of the area. It kind of shows you. Um, Know where to go and like different areas within the base. Um, he says, "Well, yeah, don't be getting in any trouble." And he, he heads off. Uh, okay. All right. Let's. Uh, we're on the base, so it's better than nothing. All right. We'll study the map. Okay. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of areas. There's 
you know, places for officers, places for enlisted men. There's ports where ships dock. Um, okay. Housing areas. We are looking for uh, large groupings of computer terminals. Well, there is an archive that is, you know, um, overseen by the Navy. Is that like a library or something? Yeah, at least a collective. Uh, okay. Let's try it. Let's try the library. All right. Set up. The archive. Okay. Um, you guys, you guys reach the uh, the archives and. Uh, Are there temples to Verena? In this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, that's for a donation. <laughs> um, you're, they they look at your guest pass. They kind of question it a little bit. Like, uh, who who are you with? Who's your? Who, do you have an escort? Um. No, I I'm here for uh, official navy business. Um, and what's your what's your business, sir? Uh, I need to uh, do some research regarding the uh, uh, what's the name of that expanse? Coronas. The Coronas expanse. Um, it's classified. Classified? You don't you, you don't you don't seem to have any security clearance. Um, it's a uh, I have a secret security clearance. Your secrets. <laughs> Alright, you can make another deception test. Uh, this one's got uh, no bonus or penalty. Uh, okay, I fail. Uh, maybe, uh. Yeah, your security clearance. Am I just talking to one guy? Right down the barrel of his hand, Chin. <laughs> Is there just like one guy that's the guard? Yeah, this is right. This one guy. Oh, okay. he's, he's not, I wouldn't really call him a guard. He's more of a clerk. Here's and my security have... clearance. Just open your mouth and gold coins. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, you hadn't given all the money to the other guy. I only gave him 20 grand. I, I have more. Um, yeah, this is uh, sensitive nature, so I, I highly uh, just recommend that you look the other way. And, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Plopped out, I don't know, 50 yeah, rounds? sure. Something like that. Um, Alright. Make a test against just your basic fellowship score. It'll be opposed to his willpower. With a bonus or penalty. But you might want to... you have another? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Two horrible numbers. Wow. That's unfortunate. I have four degrees of failure. Uh, that's in the six to seven range. I have, yeah, I have six degrees of failure. Uh, the first one would have been six. Five. It would have been five degrees. Yeah, so both fail. Um, oh, they were both failures. You can't re-roll twice, right? No, you can't re-roll twice. Although you do get to know, like, the result before you choose to re-roll. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, let's see. So, uh... So what were you, what were you trying to convince him of? To take a bribe. Oh, to take a bribe. He says, "Your money's no good with me." He chucks it back. The one incor- incorruptible. <laughs> one incorruptible security guard in Port Wander. Um, fine. I guess we'll find a different grouping of terminals besides the archive. All right, you leave the archive. Um. Okay, so... You, uh, let's you go back to the map. Okay, you punch up into the map. There's these map terminals all over the place. Oh, uh, okay. You just have the map on. Alright, uh... What are some other options for... 
finding a computer. Oh, well, there's there's uh. Is there like a server room or something? Um. Hmm. We want records. We want our records. What about, <laughs> what, about the what about like some offices? Maybe you could go find an unused office and sneak in there and use a terminal. Yeah. Would that be so a like a like a uh, yeah, some place where they do paperwork or something like that? Maybe you could crawl in the window of an archive. There's only one clerk. <laughs> yeah. Is there? Can we get to the? Ar- is there? Is that the only entrance? The archive? It's the main entrance. There's probably. I mean, you don't know this area too well. There's probably lots of entrances. There, okay. Let's try uh, like the back door to it. Okay, you, uh, you eventually, yeah, you, you, uh, you, uh, tra- traipse around a bit, past some people, eventually you find other entrances that, that, that clearly go into the archive. They're all locked, but there they are. So, uh, um... Can we wait for someone to, like, open one of those doors and, like, do the movie theater? He's like, he's like a... Yeah, do you, does anyone, like have, does anyone have a security skill? Uh, b- between the two of us? I didn't even not know that there was... Security is the is the is the. Um, experience on something else. Is that an advanced skill? It's an advanced skill that uh, gets you into places. I don't have it. It also is used for lock- I don't lock- lock- locking things. Too. I don't think I get it to rank two. All right, can we try the movie tutor? T- um, you can use tech use instead, but you will be at a penalty where you'd be at a bonus with security. I don't have tech use. Uh, all right, I'll I'll try tech use. Okay, uh, make a tech use test with minus twenty. Uh, alright, I'll re-roll that. <laughs> did you roll like 100 or something? I did. Uh, much better. Alright, I, I succeed with... Although not that different. With three degrees. Whoa! <laughs> you succeed with three degrees. Actually, at minus 22 degrees. Okay. Uh, yeah, you use your vast knowledge of the... Of, uh, of a door lock. <laughs> of these types of door like locks. That, we'll, uh... Um, and you make and you and you uh, you quickly are able to to get this door to open. Uh, it's some sort of back area of this of this uh, large archive. You see people wandering around, or maybe you hear them, but you can't right. see anybody around. I look for a computer with an MIU interface. Um, sure, it takes you a few minutes. You find all right a group of them over in the corner. All right, I, I jack in and I start doing searches for. Uh, Sword of Drusus and and uh, the Righteous Nine and Mission Files. Okay. Um, make two tests against your techies. Security alarms start tripping all over the place. I do get it at rank one. I just didn't get it. Failure. Security? Yeah. Oh. Maybe I can get it after today. I'll have experience with it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First test. Oh, I'll reroll that. Yeah, it's really rolled well on fake points. Make me sick. Alright. Uh, three degrees of success. On the first one? On okay, first make one. a second test, too. This says you're kind of pulling out different groups of information. Uh, three more degrees of success. Okay, holy smokes. Um, Alright. Uh, What's your attack use? Uh, with an MIU interface, it's 60. Okay. Still not as good as my command. All right, so the the first test was uh, allowed you to find kind of general the the kind of general history stuff that you had already found, but this is from the Imperial Navy's perspective this time. Um, so kind of look through what you already know, and if you if you want any clarifications or details on it, I can give it to you. Um, 
uh, kind of as I kind of look through this, what might be something that uh, that would be helpful. Um, you know, well, I'll, I'll let you ask later. But any, but like details on dates or times, you know, you can get anything like that. And with the second um, success, uh, you can have a handout, which are the astropathic transmissions that came from that lost ship. What we were looking for. So I printed copies for everybody so that you can all look at the same time. Should I read it because it's on the recording? These transmissions, as you will quickly see, have been garbled. Like they came through the, uh, the warp storms of the screaming vortex and uh, communications were very difficult, which um, impeded their rescue. So you'll see that uh, the transmissions are pretty garbled. They, but I can use a star map and my logic skill to fill in these blanks, and I actually have that skill. Day 355M39 from Sword of Drusus. Warp engine still damaged. Blank. Do not have components needed for repairs. Have blank and may plant fall at a hospital planet approximately five weeks' journey after Eldar blank. Planet contains blank and resources enough to establish ourselves until rescue mission is sent. Our coordinates are garbled. In relation to Emperor's blank. This is a binary blank system with three planets and eight blank. We have blank on the second planet. Please send blank the Emperor Bless. Transition two. Date 357M39. Return transmissions from Imperial Space have not blank received. Starting to suspect that we cannot send blank. Have established colony blank. Sort of Drusus blank. Stable orbit around our planet. However, the gravity tides blank are highly unstable and constant blank have to be made. Concern that fuel blank will only be able to make corrections for a blank more years. The blank star's orbit is highly unstable. Scanners indicate blank gravity tugs from blank. This could be the blank. May the blank F bless you all. Final transmission, 361M39. Are those years? Those are the years, yeah. It's the year and then the millennium. So four, it's like four years later, two years after, four to six years after planet fall. We're sort of drinking blank. Assuming, or assuming are not blank alone. Our sword blank has been pulled blank by strong blank. The massive eruption blank destroyed half of blank. Blank bless you all. These are mad libs. Fill every blank <laughs> with penis. <and> it works. <laughs> yeah, she said like adjective, adverb, something purple. Well, we certainly have a lot of clues now. All right, Zachary, this is what we came for. Let's let's get it. All right. We ought to be able to figure out where the star is from this, these transmissions. I certainly can. Uh, I will probably have this information back at my research post. Okay. Um, so do I get through to... An agent of uh, the Lady Orleans? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um... So do you, do you want to arrange a meeting, or do you want to kind of show up on, on the doorstep of, of, of uh, you know, basically one of her seneschal? I have my people talk to her people. Okay. And arrange a meeting with whoever her chief agent is on the station. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're able to arrange a meeting pretty quickly. Um, and you show up there. All right. 
I explain that I have a um, business proposition. I've um, uh, I've encountered some potentially extremely lucrative information, but um, without a ship, I'm unable to take advantage of it. And I'm I wonder if she would be interested in uh, contracting out one of her vessels for me to use, to, uh, you know, at a uh, for in exchange for. A percentage of uh, the profits, or um, some sort of uh, future agreement, future yeah. favors. Exactly. Um, sure. Okay. So, uh, um, says, uh, yeah. Well, I, that sounds like something that she'd be interested in. She's worked with you many times in the past. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm certain something can be arranged. I'll, uh, I'll have a transmission sent off uh, post haste. All right. Excellent. You know where to find me. Okay. Uh, sure. It takes mm, like two days to receive a response. So, then you're not supposed to do anything in the next two days. Yes, I find a star chart. How much of the expanse has actually been mapped? It really depends on the areas, you know, uh, whether or not a rogue trader's been there much or whether or not it's just sort of. Not well known. You can kind of tell by, if you look at the map, where all those little kind of lightning bolt looking things are. Those are known warp uh, trails, basically, of passages. So um, places that don't have very many of those jagged lines are not well known. Places with lots of them are, are pretty well known, or for the expanse anyway. All right. So I guess I am looking for a solar system with two... Suns and three planets. So, are you saying I actually have to find this on this map? My character can do this better than I can. Uh, right. So the thing is, they're it's not going to be on the map. Yeah, I mean, the map doesn't tell you anything like that. Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't tell you how many planets are there or anything like that. And and, the, and you know, one thing to kind of keep in mind is the expanse is, is gigantically vast, and it the, the information on like. So say you wanted to know where... We can narrow it down some. Yeah, I, I would say... When you meet with me the next day, I mean, we're looking for something that's beyond the Solaris 8 system, and prob- certainly not anywhere closer than that, and probably somewhere in, in this general area. Galactic Mars? Yeah, somewhere in this general area. We can narrow it down pretty far, I think. Um, yeah, so it's... So, um... So what he said was it's it's north of the area where you picked where you were right. picked up exactly um, right so so that narrows it down quite a bit. Unfortunately, that area is largely unexplored. Well, are you are you looking at north of there? Yeah, I, uh, north is like this, right? No, no, north is the way that the words are written. Oh, it's like this. Yeah, yeah. So it's like up here. Okay. It's, well, you have no idea on the distance. Yeah, that's true. You don't know how far, just north. Somewhere. The only thing north of that, that's directly north of there is the Dolarium system. That's on the map, anyway. Well, it depends how far you go. I mean, you go all the way to the top. There's right. lots of areas. You go all the way into Winterax realm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, let's... Well, you also have... There's other information. I mean, I shouldn't... I should let you guys piece it together. You have more information than that. Uh, so, 
more information than the description of the star system? Uh, well, you know about the passageway that they took to, that the original Righteous Nine took. Right, within this, oh, I see, within the it's screaming vortex. It's screaming. Near some sort of dangerous natural space phenomenon, too. Well, the screaming vortex is up here, so that would put it squarely in the winter, uh, winter scales realm. Um, you said it's a binary system. Is it Serpentis Major and Serpentis Minor? It's also... They're, remember, they're worried about getting close to something where there's a lot of humans that are often hostile. Well, there are a lot of humans in Winter Scales Realm relative to the rest of the Expanse. Are they hostile? I'm sure there's lots of pirates... They're probably hostile to Strixes for yeah. this, because they're Strixes. Uh-huh. Every time I say the word Strixes, for some reason, I think of the evil race in Dark Crystal, like the first... Skeksis. That's what it was. Yeah. That's why. What's Dark Crystal? It's a movie. It's a Jim Henson movie. It's an old, old movie. It's quite good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Is there any information about Serpentis Major and Serpentis Minor? Um, can I look at the map? Um, oh yeah, that's awesome. I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, any any um any system that's labeled on here, you can like that's kind of there's some general knowledge about it um, that anybody can can look up. So if you want to look up. Um, during that time, what Serpentis majors the designers is totally doable. Yes, I want to know the planets are those. Okay, so um, those are two uh, large, well-known colonies that are owned by uh, Winterscale, who is a probably the most um, Winterscale. I'm trying to pull up his first name, but uh, um, I remember reading about him. He's a rogue trader. He's a rogue trader. He's one of the most successful rogue traders around has a large empire, as you can tell by looking at the map. Uh, those are two of his colonies. Uh, they're both quite profitable for so him. So those aren't star systems? Uh, they are star systems, yes. Oh. Okay. They're kind of, I don't know, if you want to call them near each other. They're a little bit near each other. They're two separate star systems. Uh, he's got colonies there. He uses it for mining and um, and uh, other profitable ventures. So you said the Elder attacked them as soon as they entered the Expanse. It's hard, difficult to tell how long it takes, but it says it was five weeks after the Eldar attack. So presumably they moved further into the Expanse. If they had, were attacked at the edge of the um, Screaming Vortex, how far would five weeks travel take them into the Expanse? Uh, well, a week's of travel is about a square on that map if you have no problems. That's what it says down in the corner. Oh, okay. So, that would put them in this general area. Um, so, can you... That area is relatively well-charted for the Expanse. For the Expanse it is, yes. So, are there any records of binary star systems with three planets in that 
general area that he can find? Well, first off, most planets are, most star systems are actually binary, so that doesn't narrow it down, like, really much at all. Um, you know, about maybe two-thirds of planets or are, are stars are binary, and one-third are not. It's unusual for binary star systems to have planets, though. Uh, well, that's unknown to us currently, because we're not really good at finding planets. Um, they could have planets. Even so, is there, is there, are there records of binary star systems with three planets? Uh, is just a, a one yeah, I'm sure, you, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you could find hundreds, yes. Hundreds. All right. So I've got to try to extrapolate these coordinates. Um... So, in relation to the Emperor's blank, I've got to know what that means. Um, hmm. None of these names. Well, these if names you, are all if you show that to the astropath, he might have an idea. Um, show what? The map? He has no, the, 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 the uh, garbled message. Oh. Did you read it? We read him the garbled message. Uh, I have... Like, how do, astro- how do coordinates work? Uh... So, uh, yeah, so from, from your from your knowledge of, of uh, actually, when I think of that, it wouldn't be an astrophysicist. It would be a navigator. You'd need to ask a navigator that question. That would be James. Yeah. I have common more chronos. I don't know if that's helpful at all. Um, I have navigation as a skill. Uh, yeah, that's not the right skill, though. It would, I guess, a rogue trader would have some idea. I, I could give you, I'll give you a test against your intelligence, but not with any bonus. If you were a navigator, that would be like My a plus. It would be like a plus forty. Uh, I rolled a six, so oh. I have three degrees of success. All right. Well, you recall from discussions you've had with navigators in the past um, that the way they they look at coordinates is, you know, it's based on the emperor's beacon, which is called the astronomicon. Okay. So that that, makes sense. that gives you, you know, that's how you can kind of tell where you are once you're within the warp, because otherwise you have no um, way to sense direction, no distance. So these are XYZ coordinates relative to the Emperor's Beacon. I don't think that's going to help you that much. Uh, wait, I can write a computer program that could cross-reference that could fill in these coordinates with every possibility and cross-reference that with uh, charted binary systems of three planets. You could. It would take me like two seconds. That's what I do. Um, the planet also... You know that the planet contains enough natural resources, so it has to be... Well, the, the, the planet that, that would be harder to find because that would mean the people have been there, right? And they, they probably haven't been there. It also says that the stars. The, the, this probably means the second stars. The other thing is that um, you really don't have a nearly complete record of all the planets in Winter Scales realm. The person who would have that is Winterscale, right. his own archives. Right. You have a very like when you're doing these searches, you only know about the planets that are like written on the map. Right. If they're not written on that map, well, the habitable planets anyway. Right. Unless they're well known and, and stuff like that, you're not gonna. All right. Well, let's find them. let's check out the alien words. Maybe we can. Maybe that will help us. 
but we do some and try and find out what those mean on on okay. the station. Um, sure, we so seek find out somebody who who is like a lingual expert. Yeah, something like that. Um, sure, what, whoever's going to search can make inquiry tests. You guys can search separately if you feel it's within your. Something you want to do? Uh, sure, I'll do it. Okay, I make it. Okay. I have uh, two degrees of success. Okay, you're able to find someone before uh, the two days are even up. Um. Yeah, so it's a couple of words that you're that you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. So the first one, uh, I want to start with a Z. Um, Zombie on there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So this guy, he he kind of he kind of mulls it over and, and he thinks about it and he, he says uh, that that is it's kind of like a place name, like a pro- he thinks it's a proper name that they're using. So in that way, it's not very helpful. Like he can't give you any information about it. It's like it's like a proper name, like Seattle or something like that. But he says that based on sort of the the way the word is is uh, is phrased, that he doesn't think that that's referring to any system in particular. He thinks it's referring to like an area of space, uh, based on how they talk with each other. Okay. Um, the second word. Um, uh, Randofell. Right, and and can you give me the context of it again? It's a. Um, it's part part of a large group of Randofell. But what does uh, that mean? Oh, so the ship that you're looking for is part of a yes. group of that. Okay. Um, he thinks that that word. He, he kind of laughs. He kind of chuckles a little bit. He thinks it means sort of junk, like scrap, might be a. Uh, human synonym for it. So maybe a lot of abandoned or junk ships, and the ship is among them. I still don't like feel like we're close enough right to be able to actually go there. Um. pieces of information you guys are missing. So Rich has a little bit more information somewhere in his background that might be helpful to you guys. But you guys have pretty good information as it is, actually. Well, alright, Zidar is going to go ahead and write this computer program to cross-reference all possible coordinates with these parameters against any system that has... Sure, make a, make a tech use test. It's not that difficult. Maybe uh, plus 20. Uh, succeed with no degrees. Um, okay, you, you come up empty, but you realize that when you're you're really not cross-referencing with the right database. Like you don't have a big enough group of planets. Like you're you're cross-referencing with like maybe a few hundred planets, hundred systems. When there must be thousands and thousands and thousands of systems in that area. So you just don't have the records. Like that, this area is not public knowledge. You know, it's kind of winter scales area. What I think I could, so I don't think the Imperium would have these records. I couldn't like requisition them or, or request them. No. Hmm. Is there a black market 
where we could buy an advanced star chart. Star uh, charts are very, very precious. They're one of the most precious things you can find. Uh, could you find, like, the secret... On, I don't know. Probably not secret, but could you find a star chart of that area? I mean, it would be pretty darn difficult. Just floating around Fort Wander. Um, maybe we could try and find some people that have been to that region of space and ask them if they know anything. Um... Like possibly other rogue traders or merchants or something that have traveled there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, while you're mulling that over, um, you uh, you uh, receive a response from the lady Orleans, uh-huh. and uh, it says that her transport ship is kind of roughly in your area, and that she could meet you at footfall. Uh, or that her transport ship could meet you at footfall. Um, her transport is um, uh, captained by her cousin, and he'll meet you at, at footfall. Okay. I don't. I think we've exhausted all the information we can find on this station anyway. So. What is the pearl? I don't know. I failed my test. Is it the name of a ship or something? I'll go ahead and search the the mech databanks for references to the pearl. Um, sure, Just make a make a tech use test. Just give me your degrees of failure. Uh, zero degrees of failure. Um, you don't see anything that see. You find a couple references here or there, but none of them seem relevant to what you're looking for. Because it's a common word. So now you come up empty, basically. Hmm. Can I get in that first test that I made on the computer? Can I actually get like technical specs of these ships, like how fast they are? How fast they are? How fast uh, the old uh, righteous nine were? Yeah, sure. All right. So I want to. I definitely want to plot like an area where I think that ship, knowing the speed of that ship, where mm-hmm. we get where we get to in five weeks. The problem is, just precise speed in the warp is kind of doesn't really exist, right? I would at least know maximum speed, so I could find the the outer limit of where I think it was. When ships occasionally arrive before they depart, I think maximum speed is kind of a misnomer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a tough thing to cut down. Um, that happens, you're about to take off, and your ship comes in and docks, and you get off and say hi to yourself. Well, no, you arrive at your destination before you leave. So it's like you get there, and you discover that you haven't left yet. It kind of like you know when you when you travel across time zones, except like to the nth degree. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's, that's, I mean, you could definitely tell how fast they move in, in regular space, but through the warp, uh, you know, I'd say, you know, five squares plus or minus two squares would be, So we can you know, we Can we book passage to Port Wander? 
uh, or to, uh, to football? football? Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's lots of ships that transport people. Okay. Uh, I will book passage to football, and I'll let everybody know that that's kind of our next step. Okay. Uh, it's pretty easily arranged. Um, and there's, there's like a ship that leaves the football pretty much every day. So it's not hard to, not hard to get something. Okay. All right. Um, take passage. All right. I'll, uh, We'll see how good their their navigation and, and Geller feels. Um, I guess I'll go with you. Before. You're like tied to my purse strings, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess so. I don't. I don't know how wealthy I am. Um, well, if you're if you're traveling on your own, pretty soon we'd have to be starting to track roads. So, um, yeah, you're kind of. Tied to it to some degree, <laughs> um, but you know you don't have to like. Know yeah, I, I mean, I offered to take you guys all with me when I go meet her. Uh, yeah, if you're still interested in finding that ship, uh, very interested. Certainly, okay. nothing else I can do here. All right, I can't go back without so accomplishing something with this. <laughs> yeah, did you bring me along? Yeah, I bring you along. Okay, so it's destiny, after all. All right, well, there is a uh, there is a little bit of interesting. So, so the Coronas Passage, or commonly called the Maw, is kind of a dangerous place. You're basically going between two warp storms, and uh, this boat, boat, this ship that you take, um, it's not the most uh, smooth warp journey that you've ever been on. And all of you can make willpower tests. What's it again? Willpower. Willpower. I've, I've nerves of steel. I mean, what am I? I fail. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nerves of steel. Does that? I know what does nerves of steel do. Does it help you? It helps with willpower. But uh, in what situation? Pinning. Pinning. That's when people are shooting at you and you're like hitting cover. Oh. And now you. That's willpower though. Have yeah. Will test they're they're basically keep, yeah. I mean, they're, read they're, about pinning if you're. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like courage under fire. Oh okay. Do you have the ability to stand up and shoot back when bullets are flying around? I you? see. Zero degrees of failure. Uh, I make it by one degree of success. All right. If you if you make the test, you, there's nothing at all wrong. If you fail with three or less degrees, there's nothing at all wrong. Did anyone fail more than I two degrees? Uh, I failed by two degrees. Ah, so three or more degrees gets you an insanity. What, how do you uh, roll tests? How many uh, uh, What's the percentile? Oh, it's a D100. One? Yeah. Oh, you're a lightweight. I have ten. It's a D100. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you're rolling. Whatever you're testing against, in this case your willpower, you're looking to roll that number under for success. How do you, what's the degree of success? By every ten that you succeed is one degree of success. So if your so willpower is a 37, a 27. Zero degrees of success. Right, okay. Well, whereas a 39 would be zero degrees of failure. Right. Right. So, yeah, two degrees of failure. So two you're degrees fine. of failure. Okay, you're, you feel disconcerted, but there's no, uh, there's no there's no character sheet update for you. <laughs> so. so as we're going through this warp or whatever, I'm getting kind of freaked out. I'm yeah, gonna, you're getting kind of freaked out. I'm going to storm into his room if I can. I'm going to start, the seven witches of football, seven witches, the Skarner man. Are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you failed your test, right? I failed. You're feeling kind of disconcerted too. You kind of know where he's coming from. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> There's seven of them. They're witches. Um, that's what he told me when we lay dying. You know, I, I think we need some more scotch in here. You're freaking me out, man. 
Scottish <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Alright, that sounds good. I'm down with that. I start fingering. Can I do that. some kind of like thought sending to like basically tell people to just chill out, calm down. Um, no, sure, you failed your test by two degrees. You're freaking out too. <laughs> um, who do you want to send that to? Just like the people on the ship? Uh, yeah, you it's a kind of broadcast. You can kind of broadcast it, right? Yeah. That ability. Yes. Um, Kill the fuck out. Sure. So, how does that? Is there a role that you make, or does there? Does it, what does it say under focus power on that skill, on that ability? None. None. Yeah. Okay. So you just do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Well, make make a test against your willpower to see how effective it is. Okay. Uh, so. <coughs> Uh, 17, is that 3? Because it's 21. What's your, so you're, what's you're, your rolling against, you're rolling against... Uh, what, 38. 38, you rolled a... 17. So that's, yeah, 2. So that's 2 degrees of success. 2 degrees, okay. Right, so you made it by 21. Right. So oh, okay. So you, so you, make, I make, you make it by the 10. You only look at the I think the 10's digit of yeah. how much you made it by. Got you made it. it by 21, that's 2 degrees of success. Um, yeah, a feeling of calm kind of starts to come over the ship, and, and you guys... And yeah, after a little while, scotch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I know it's a brand. It's kind I'm of a scotch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you feel a little more at ease. Yeah, yeah. this is good Almost stuff. As if, uh, I told you all we needed was a stiff drink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get no astropath respect. <laughs> that's your, that's your uh, life, basically. You're the unsung hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to know it was you. <laughs> Alright, so you, you quit your babbling, then, uh, Rich, calm down a little bit. Yeah, then I want to divulge my whole story to him about finding the amulet and what the, what the dying pirate said to me. Oh, should I read your background so you don't have to give it to everybody? Uh, it's just this part. Just this part that's circled there. That's what I'm raving about. Okay. Alright, I guess we're going to the right place. Fear not, we're on track after all. The right place being out in yaw. The right place being football. Oh, okay. Alright, you guys arrive at football. Uh, football is a much seedier version of Fort Wander. There's no Imperial Navy to kind of keep things in check. There's different kind of factions that rule different areas within football. Some are, um, you know, pretty orderly. Others are basically just as den of thieves. So uh, where you go in football, you know, it's kind of like kind of like wandering around Oakland for for uh, anyone who's done that. You know, you cross the wrong street and all of a sudden it's a little sketchy. Uh, but if you stay in certain areas, it's not bad. So that's uh, that's kind of football in a nutshell. And uh, there's definitely you know interesting people here. You could this is a, this is a place to find uh, illegal drugs, uh, Halo artifacts, and um, Slave trade exists here, um, and all sorts of debauchery. If you're if you're interested in that sort of thing, I am decadent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so decadent and paranoid. It's an interesting combination. <laughs> um, yeah. So, in uh, there's a probably have a flea taster. There's a place where <laughs> <laughs> for caviar. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Uh, there's a place where um, rogue traders like to dock their ships in football. It's a very, uh, it's a, one of the more orderly places. Uh, there's um, armed guards who watch your ship, and if you pay them some coin, 
uh, to the little ringleader of that group, your ship is always very well cared for. And that's the area where, where uh, this ship leaves you off. Although it doesn't wait around, it, it loads up some passengers and heads back through the mall, uh, leaving you behind. Okay, so I guess we want to. I want to try and find that person that. Uh, um, uh, Ruby has told me about. Scarner. Yeah. Of oh, a witch. Yeah. All right. Um. So uh, yeah, you can make a an inquiry test. Um, give me your degree of success or failure. Uh, wow. That is five degrees of success. <laughs> Whoa. You have, you have a pretty good inquiry, huh? Uh, I oh, have no, you rolled a zero one. I rolled a zero one, and nice. my inquiry is 52. All right. You, you are, like, immediately hooked up with somebody who seems to know all there is to know about football. And awesome. Any further inquiry you make within football are at plus 20 for the next, uh, I don't know, till you leave. Uh, awesome. All right. I get this guy's uh, email address. So what? <laughs> um, his contact info. Yeah, he must be an old friend from when I was a rogue trader, right? Um, to hook up. So he says, Seven Witches of Football. Hmm. Uh, they're kind of an odd bunch. They, uh. I would never have guessed. <laughs> um, they're known for their foretellings of the future, their delving into the dark arts. You don't really want to meet with them, do you? I, I could, I'm in a spot where uh, the dark arts sound pretty good to me right now, oh. actually. Uh, <laughs> I need to conjure up. I can need to conjure up a ship, and those uh, those usually aren't aren't exactly a dime a dozen, you know. Okay. Not only does he tell you the area where where the where the witches um, uh, reside, he also gives you the name of a friend of his who uh, has uh, has the ear of the witches. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, all right, I, we, we gotta go find that person. Okay. Uh, <coughs> sure. So, is it just the two of you going, or the rest of you want to do some, I, some debauchery? I, I, I invite uh, Siegfried because he kind of, you know, he's my buddy. I'll okay. come along. I'm not really into slave trade and debauchery. <laughs> 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 all right, sure. You can watch my back. Yeah. <laughs> nice first <person. laughs> <laughs> Corinnan, and uh, and um, you, you drop the name of the other guy who uh, who sent you, and um, he says, "Well, what, what's your what's your business with uh, with the witches?" I'm interested in a vision. A vision? Hmm. You sure you want this vision? Um, I, I'm uh, I, I've had a bad run of fortune lately, and uh, this vision is the first good news I've heard in the last three years. I desperately need to know anything that you can find out about it. He says, uh, um, uh, he, uh, he turns to you, um, um, Malrubius. Rubius. I'll get it eventually. Uh, he turns to you, Malrubius. Like, what, and what's your business? Is there a, is there a... He, it's his vision. Oh, it's... This is this is going to be. This, you're going to have the vision, then, uh, sir. I've already had the vision, and I have a token I need to show him. <laughs> token you need to show him. Hmm. Well, I'll uh, I'll I'll take you over there. We'll see what happens. The the, the, the witches don't just see anybody, you know. Oh, uh, he'll see me. I have a feeling. 
Alright, so he, he takes... Something tells me Destiny is, is taking a hand here. He, uh... He takes you... So he takes you over to this really, like... It's like this kind of large plaza, and then built onto the back of it is a mansion. But it's kind of one of those, like, strange gothic mansions with little towers and windows that don't make a lot of sense. It's all black with, uh... Um, on a space station? Yeah, it was, it's built into like a plaza, like inside of an enclosed area. Um, and yeah, it seems a little out of place, but very grim and sinister at the same time. And uh, the the uh, I just chuckle to the, myself. Uh, the light of one of the other moons kind of falls across it, giving it this sort of weird white glow. And uh, he knocks a few times on the front door. And it's it's answered by this huge man in flowing black robes, who says, "What's your business here?" Business is with Skarnar. With Skarnar. Mm-hmm. And what business do you have with Skarnar? It is my own, and it should be said only to him. We Am I still with this guy? Yeah, you're. you're, you're All right, can I use Dilute to make him feel positively about us? Uh, sure. What does Delude do exactly? It's like charm person. Basically, yeah, it makes it makes uh, our intentions and manipulates others into reacting to us favorably. You can't like it's it actually control them or make them do anything that would be against like their better judgment. But okay. it basically makes them think very positively of you, and it gives you a plus thirty bonus to all. It makes you make them want to like you. Sounds gotcha. like charm person to me. That's um, what I said, but he. Didn't I, I don't. I don't know any of these spells. Um, okay, cool. Uh, go ahead. So, is it a post test? Uh, opponent's willpower. Um, so it's probably. So I think that's opposed willpower. Yeah, opposed willpower. So. Okay. So, um, do you want to? So, what psi rating do you want to use it at? Um, so your base is two. That if you use it at the psi rating two, you'll get a plus ten to your test. And if you roll double, something weird may happen. If you want to increase your psi rating for this particular spell, something weird will definitely happen, but you'll but your psi rating will temporarily be higher than two. I'll just use the unfettered, so normal PR. So, so, so you'll have a, okay, so go ahead and make a willpower test with plus ten. So three degrees of failure. So plus ten is one degree of success, right? Because I'm thirty-eight. That's thirty-three. So your so your skill is forty-eight. So yeah. Oh, my skill is forty-eight. So it's two degrees of success at plus ten. Right? Okay. So what is the so the does the spell care about how many degrees of success you had or you just no? It's just plus thirty bonus to all interaction skill tests with them. Doesn't, okay. Doesn't really say anything. Uh, sure. Well, Rubius, make a make a test against um, charm with plus thirty. Charm? I was going to interject something. Go ahead. I was going to say, um, we have, uh, we have been, I, I want to say we've been sent to see her by forces beyond our understanding. Mm. Alright. You, you can make the test again. And it was plus 30, you said? Yeah. I make it. So I don't. No degrees of success. Is that with the plus 30? That's or? with the plus 30. Oh, wow. I rolled a 76. So. <laughs> uh, Rich, are you lucky to pay nicely about us? By like 7 degrees of... You can re-roll it. Oh, sorry, plus 30, uh, so 4. You, you, you can re-roll. You can use you the re-roll. You want to re-roll. get one of your fate points yeah. on it? 
a good time. Not fail again. Okay. Um, hmm. That's all I tried, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I, I had a success. Yeah. I don't know why Orthos' charm person would extend to you. That's not how the description worked. What does the description say? It said plus 30 to interaction tests from oh, the guy who did it. Oh, from the guy who did it? Well, he's our, you know, he's obviously our friend. It might not be the full plus 30, though. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't realize that's how it worked. Um, hmm. well, I, I, what, what is your, what's your degree of success value without the plus 30? Without the plus 30, I have, let's see, 60, I have two degrees of failure without the mm-hmm. plus 30. Yeah, that's that's not good enough. Um, he says, I also does not see people off of the street. I also say what? that, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, the guy we were just talking to. Oh, Corinna? Uh, Corinnan uh, sent us. Um, sure. Um, he says, what are, what are you seeing him about? Shucking oysters. Tell him that. Um, the door gets slammed in your face. I say, um, next time my brutish friend, let me do the talking. <laughs> um... I uh, I knock on the door again. You wait a few minutes, or just right away? Uh, I, I I wait a couple minutes. Well, maybe can I convince him? Like my, you know, like my friend. I assure you, we're all here with the greatest. Because I actually have the skill boost. Um, sure. You, you want to talk to him next time he opens the door? Yeah. What's, what's your fellowship? Uh, terrible. Twenty nine. Do you actually have the charm skill? Do you have charm, or are you using half your fellowship? Uh, I have no idea. What, uh, so, you charm under your any of box, you would have half your fellowship unless you have this here. No, I do not have charm. So, even with plus 30, your fellowship is worse than mine. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, he likes me, but it's still useless. <laughs> he likes you, but. He wants to like you. He wants to like you, but you're kind of freaky. <laughs> I have no eyes, man. Help me out. It's difficult out here. <laughs> I don't got a guide, guide dog or anything. Alright, so I wait a couple minutes and knock on the door again. Okay, oh, the same guy opens it back. You again! I say, um, look, we are very interested in seeing, um, what's her name? Skarnar. Skarnar. What, uh, what would it take to, um, convince you of our sincerity? Um, Skarnar does not deal with all the money. Me- the uh, meager gold that uh, that uh, most of the people in this in this uh, world deal with that means nothing to him. Perhaps your, I pull out my necklace. I pull out my necklace and I grab it. Show him this gold then. And the candle. Enough of this. Uh, I give him the amulet. Oh, he uh, he takes a look at it and he says, and uh, he kind of looks at you and he he kind of goes to grab it, but his hand like. Fumbles it and it clatters to the floor right in front of you. I'll scoop it up. And uh, he says, "I, I, I will be back in a moment." And he closes the door. And you hear like footsteps kind of 
What is that oh, anyway? I don't know what the animal is. It's the one I got off the dying pirate. What? No. It's three-headed gold snake. Can I, can I see it for a second? Sure. Check it out. I grab it. Um, okay. Uh, make a willpower test. Uh, you crush it. Three degrees mm-hmm. of success. Okay. You hold on to it for a second, and uh, it feels like it has a strange energy in it. Huh. Um, it's pretty cool. Huh? I don't think so. Just kind of weird. Yeah, it's like, it's like making your hand tingly. Yeah. Hmm. Does it do this all the time? Hmm. That's why it comes and goes. <laughs> Sometimes it seems to be shifting. Where did you get changing. this? Got it from a dying pirate. Oh. All right, hand it back to him. Um. You could make a little power test. Uh, because he hands it back to you. Of a different sort. Uh, I failed miserably. Okay, you feel very bad about what you've just done. <laughs> Shame uh, on you, passing out that <laughs> Shame. And uh, and uh, with that, the, uh, the 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 door opens, and uh, he says, uh, "Scarnar will see you now." And he points just at you. Von, Von Vogel comes with me. Uh, make a charm test. That was pretty charming. <laughs> <laughs> so charm no is fellowship. Half of the fellowship. Eleven is what Fail. you're going for. He says, no, just you. Vogel comes... I have intimidate. Vogel comes with me. You're going like, to bury your face. Yeah, well, I just... Bury some of this. Bury some of this. I come along with this. This guy is not easily intimidated. Um, yeah, well, as, can... as he stands literally a foot taller than you. And uh, he has this huge cloak that who knows what the heck's under there. Um, you can make an intimidate test with okay. minus fifteen. Okay. So here it has intimidate has S slash fellowship slash intelligence. Whatever is higher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if only. It's uh, probably against your strength uh, with it, and you have the skill. The, yeah. the you probably don't have any plus ten or anything, so it's going to be against your strength. Your so strength with minus with minus. So roll a twenty-five okay. or. Uh, failed one degree failure. Uh. He chuckles at you. He's like, maybe you want some of this. And you back down. <laughs> I have no fear and I feel no pain, so I do not back down from this clown. I'm just like, hmm. Well, if that's the way it's got to be, then I'll come alone. All right. He, uh... It's fine. I, I wasn't really that interested in going with you. <laughs> I have enough plans to do this. I would have gone because I'm curious, but it's, it's not. I can take it or leave it. All right. Um, he, uh... Let me tell you, good luck. As, I, as you go in. We're all counting on you. Yeah. Look, we're all counting on you. All Don't right. screw up. Um, <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, so you're, you're... I got you this far. This is... The rest you have to do under it. You're, you're taking up, like, some twisting passageways. The whole place is made out of some strange rock, um, that clatters under your feet. And you go up a long spiral staircase, and at the top is this huge door. He opens it, and uh, there's a a chamber with an ancient, ancient man sitting at the other end um, in a in a finely wrought stone chair, and uh, he uh, has a 
kind of cauldron, like a small, like a, a mid-sized pot in front of him. And it's just spewing this gas uh, out of it that creates about a oh, two-foot-high fog along the ground. There's candles along all of the walls, and the place just has this really spooky um, atmosphere to it. And you can make a little power test as you enter the room. Uh, crush it. Zero okay. five. All right. You feel no ill effects of it, though. Huh. Um, uh, you're strangely jaded to this sort of thing. Huh. Uh, and uh, oh, I have that talent, too. No, I know. Jaded? It's, it's what, is, what does Jaded do? It's similar. No fear. Insanity. No fear of insanity. Jaded? Yeah. I mean, that just mean you're like you, you I can upset get all the time. Eventually. Can, you, can you look up Jaded and read it? I'm just curious exactly what it's it a does. It's a talent. I can get it eventually. The explorer's wide travels have shown both wonders and horrors beyond the kind of most. The galaxy has thrown its worst at him, and he has yet to flinch. Outrageous events, from death's horrific visage to Xeno's abominations, will not cause insanity points or fear tests. Terrors of the warp still affect the character. Okay. Um, yeah, alright. Yeah, I don't think this would have affected you then, no matter what. I kind of smirked. Yeah, you didn't even need to make the test. Um... I'll stride forward into the room a little bit if the guy's not standing my way. Uh, no, he's 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 not, and uh, uh, and this ancient man rises up. He doesn't stand up. He just sort of straightens himself out in his chair, and he uncrooks his long fingernailed fingers. Uh, they're kind of twisted with uh, into like a strange shape, and he says, uh, "I hear you have something very precious with you." I'll pull it out again and I'll throw it down on the table. Say, if this is precious to you, old man, I'll come seeking pearls. Pearl, you say? I haven't uh, put much thought into the pearl in quite a while, but uh, I know what you speak about. Yes, uh, he says, perhaps, uh, perhaps you and I have the same master. Hmm. I hold no man mastered me. Uh, well, perhaps today, but we'll see what happens in your future. He says, he, he, he picks it up and fondles it. He doesn't seem to, it doesn't phase him like it was phasing other folks as they were picking it up. He, and as he's twirling it or twisting it in the light, you notice that it looks kind of different from time to time in his hand, like the snakes have like coiled in different patterns. Uh, that in ways you haven't seen before, and he says, "Yes, I like this very much." And he hands it back to you. You are blessed. You are blessed, my child. Well, to be to be, to have something so so uh, so powerful and uh, so enthralling. I was told to come show this to you by a dying pirate. He kept babbling on about the pearl and his mission. Yes, well, I. I don't know that the man of your stature can seek the pearl. One must have a uh, uh, one must have a ship capable of traveling throughout the expanse to track the pearl. The pearl is not close by, and no one will take you there just on a whim. Well, the man who brought me here, he may be. He will take you to the pearl. He may be such a person. Indeed, he's not without means. Well. Or so he says. I will tell you this. The pearl, the location of the pearl is still unknown. We are tracking it, but we do not know where it is. When we, but we sense that we will soon, perhaps in a year's time. But, uh, hmm. 
But uh, but the ship you seek, I, I, I sense within your fate this ship, and I could assist you with that instead. What would Perhaps you will come back and I will tell you more about the pearl when I know more. Hmm. Okay. He says, uh, uh, I can grant you a vision that may help you in your quest. Is this what you see? Okay, seems how the thing's given me plenty of dreams already. But sure, <laughs> why not? All right. Um, he says, uh, uh, bow your head and uh, look at the look at the look at the cauldron. Okay. And he so. starts to he starts to mumble these words. Uh, they're kind of incomprehensible. They don't make a lot of sense. You're not sure what he's doing, but uh, it starts to kind of uh, put you into a sway and into a trance as long as you're not, like, fighting against it. And as that happens, um, you start to see images forming in the smoke as it boils out of this cauldron. And um, uh, there's different sort of images and visions that the candlelight uh, creates within the smoke. And uh, for each of these visions, you can make a willpower test. So go ahead and make one. Uh, it's another willpower test, a perception test, if you're looking at it. So it's going to be against your scrutiny. Okay, so I don't have the skill. I have the awareness skill, but not the scrutiny. Okay, so just perception straight up at half? Um, you can use awareness if you like. That's fine. Okay. So one degree of failure. Um, okay. Um, so you see... Uh, that there is a planet. It's like a round sphere, and you can tell that it's a planet, and it's um, it's uh, circling a, uh, it's circling two stars in this vision that you're having. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to give you any more with that one. So go ahead and make a second roll. Okay. That looks like. Just a failure. With no, with no degrees? Yeah, no degrees. Okay, the, the vision kind of zooms in on the planet this time. And you see that um, there is a, a starship orbiting around the planet. And you also see, as you've kind of zoomed in a bit more, that the planet is covered with what looks like some sort of liquid, like an ocean. However, it has like two large continents. Maybe call them islands. I don't know if they're islands or continents. They're like continents, but or, they're continents, but they're really round. I guess you'd say. So there's like two huge islands. Um, make that a third test. Once again, just a failure. I'll spend a fate point trying to reroll that. Okay. Oh, horrible. One hundred. One hundred. One hundred. Um, okay, you kind of zoom in more, and at this level it's just very hazy, and you get nothing. And then there's a final vision as it, as you, as you get, as you, as the, as your visions get closer and closer to this planet. Okay. Uh, stunning success. A success? Yeah. Okay, this is the most vivid of them all, and... You were like right on the planet's surface now, and you're in this kind of trance that you've now kind of fallen into. And you see these huge temples. Uh, actually, it's just one huge temple. You see a huge temple in front of you. In the background is a volcano spewing, uh, spewing lava into the air and ash. Um, 
on at the top of this temple is a human sacrifice that is uh, in the process of occurring, and there's a bunch of kind of uh, you know tribally dressed humans there chanting as they uh, ritually sa- ritually sacrifice uh, seven people. It's kind of a disturbing image, and uh, if you didn't have jaded, you couldn't make a little contest. You're jaded, this sort of thing. <laughs> you made the wrong one. <laughs> um, <laughs> made the wrong. Succeeded at the wrong test. As and as kind of in the background, so, so the foreground is the temple, and the background is the volcano, and in the background of that are the two stars, and you see one of the stars kind of wink out of existence as you're watching it. Alright, I'll come All right. back shake my head a little you bit. Come ba- you, you, you come back too. Um, that was entertaining. And uh, yeah, as you as you, uh, as you as you come out of if you come out of this trance you can make a willpower. Jaded will not help you here. Okay, so four degrees of failure. Four degrees of failure. You get a corruption. Okay. So tell me, Skarnar, you were maybe in a year's time you might have the exact location of this ship. Is could you tell us in what direction your search has led you? Uh, the location of the ship or the location of the pearl. The pearl. The pearl is a planet. It is. It is the. It is the gem of all planets. It is the planet that every man would want to set foot on. However, it is shrouded by storms in the war, and I do not know its location. But I know I will see it soon. And you can tell me no more about the location of the ship that you have seen. The ship is somehow tied to that planet that we were looking at. I don't know exactly how, but its fate and the fate of that planet are very closely entwined, I sense. <coughs> Did you see the ship orbiting the planet in one of those visions? I swear I saw Indeed. something like that. Yes. yes. Okay. Most strange. I, are you are you planning on going there? I think that would be a goal, yes. Very well. No. Come back, my child. I would love to see you again. Hmm. And this pirate, one more thing, old man. He said that <coughs> I should tell you that I want to take his place. To take his place? I remember. I think I know exactly who you are talking about. Well, I think you already have. He starts to talk to himself a little bit. Hmm. Alright. Well, thanks for the groovy drugs. <laughs> All right, you're you're eventually shown out. Okay, so I I, tr- I relate that all that to these guys. Uh, great. Does that help <laughs> us? No. Oh no, that star winking out. That seems to be an unusual astrological phenomenon. Without accurate star charts. I'm not sure how much that helps us. What about this religion, this temple and the volcano, and the seven human sacrifices? Perhaps ah. that's some sort of data bank or something. Primitive humans. They're, they exist throughout the expanse. 
That doesn't really help us narrow it down. All right, should we uh, should we wrap it there? Okay. Seems like a good place.